the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Being Imitators of Christ. Jesus Christ is both Lord and Savior of you and me. He's both our Savior and the Lord of how life ought to be lived by you and me. The Bible tells us in the book of Colossians that our Lord and Savior Jesus is also the firstborn of many brethren. He's our elder brother, and we're his many brethren. He was the firstborn of many brethren. Who is supposed to show all of the other brethren who follow him how to successfully represent the Father. Because without him, we won't know how to correctly represent the Father. The firstborn is supposed to be the leaders, the trailblazers. The firstborn is supposed to lead the way so that all the other brothers that follow also go in the right way. The same way that Jesus represented the Father is the same way that we're supposed to represent him too. Our big brother Jesus shows us how to represent the Father the way the Father wants us to do. That includes representing Him in our conduct, representing Him in our speech, representing Him in our proper attitudes, and with our proper actions too. We're supposed to be imitators of our Father in all these things. And Jesus will show us how to do what God wants us to do properly, like He plans for me and you to do. We're all supposed to be imitators of Christ. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Being Imitators of Christ. But before I do, i got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because we're ready or not, here it comes. Through our actions of mimicking Him, speaking of God, God wants us to speak a message too. See, when we operate as a mime or a mimic, and we mimic God like we're supposed to, as He desires me and you to do, then we're going to speak a message that's going to be loud and clear to everybody who is near. That Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God our Father. And that he ought to be their Lord too. It's going to be a message that God our Father wants to brought, to brought near to them by me and you. Now we, we're, we're conducted, we're commanded to mimic Jesus in and with our lives. It's a commandment, this ain't a suggestion. That's why I said be. He didn't say be if you want to. Let's look back at it. Where is God? Ephesians chapter 5 verse 1, it says be. Don't say be if you want to. Be if you feel like it. Be as long as they don't mess with you. Don't say be and stop being. This is written in the continual present tense, which means be and keep on being. Which means this is the lifestyle that we're going to live to the time that he come get me and you. We're going to walk this thing out like God wants us to. I said we're going to walk this thing like God wants us to. That's because our actions are going to communicate a message. It'll communicate to everybody who's watching me and you. Because I don't know whether you know it or not, but somebody's watching you. Can I tell you about the very first message I got a chance to speak to adults in the house of God? 
I told you the first one I did to children is can you preach the gospel without opening your mouth? Can I tell you what the one was to adults? Somebody's watching you. Somebody's watching you that you don't even know anything about. They're quietly watching you to see whether Christianity is real. They're quietly watching you to see whether or not you really got hold to the real deal. They ain't saying nothing, but they want to see if you're saying something before they decide to do what they're going to do. Because whether they accept or reject, it's going to be based upon what they see in you. The Bible teaches us we are the epistle of God. You're to read the epistles to learn to be the epistle so that people can read you and be able to know what you need to do. They ought to look at you and see the first gospel of Jose. Or whatever your name is today. Gustav. Mary. Joseph too. Because the gospel is supposed to come through you. You're supposed to be the epistle. The epistles are written to teach us how to live our lives. You're supposed to be the epistle that another people reads in order to know what they ought to do with their lives. Because whether you know it or not, somebody's watching you. He's bringing that message back out right now too. To let you know somebody's watching you. That's why it's time to you to Give them something to look at. Show them what it is he wants you to show them so that they can be able to get the message that he wants. See, it'll tell folk who we are. Here's the message. It'll tell folk who we are and whose we are. I said it'll tell people who we are and whose we are. We are the people of the most high God. That wasn't the right reaction. Let's try that again. We are the people of the most high God. That's a little bit closer, but we still ain't there yet. We are the people of the most high God. There we go. There we go. Now we're getting a little closer to it. I would do it again, but we ain't got time. Praise God. But we're getting a little closer to it because we're supposed to be excited about being the people of God. We're supposed to be honored to be the people of God. We're supposed to be glad to be the people of God. In fact, the Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. I said, we are the people of the most high God. And it's supposed to be clear everywhere we go. That is so. That when we walk into the room, every demon that's there is supposed to know that we there. When we wake up in the morning, our feet hit the floor. They're supposed to know that there's going to be a Christian that's going to tell them no more. That we're going to say nay in all these things. We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Because we are the people of God. We are the called out ones. We are the ecclesia. We ain't like everybody else. We ain't trying to be like everybody else. We ain't trying to dress like that scuzzy. Nor that skank either. We ain't trying to, I, I pointed over here, don't look over there, I pointed over here. Praise God. We ain't trying to dress like that scuzzy. Or that skank either. Does anybody hear me out here? We dressing like women and men of God. By the way, women dressing like women of God and men dressing like men of God. Hallelujah! Our message is going to tell people who we are and whose we are. It'll tell folk who God is and it'll tell folk that we really are his. And we really are the children of the most high God. 
We represent a living God. They, ver- they worship dumb idols. We represent the living God. Does anybody hear me up in here? Who's both alive and a life giver. Who's going to give them life too. See, we're supposed to let our entire conduct be like that of the Lord. Every area and every facet of our life is supposed to match God. And God wants to learn you how to do that today. We're supposed to imitate him in all our actions. That's our words, our attitudes, our mindsets, and our inclinations. I said our words and our attitudes. <laughs> all our attitudes. You know all them. Where somebody say something to you and you all of a sudden get interested in how many tiles on the ceiling and stuff like that. That ain't God's attitude. Is anybody hearing me up in here? That's an old tired attitude that's supposed to have been let go a long time ago. All that asthma attack while people talking to you. All, all, all that, it's got to go. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Because that ain't God. God didn't have asthma. Is anybody hearing me up in here? We're supposed, to, we're supposed to assume his gait when we walk, including his carriage. And the way he carries himself, the way he carried himself is the way we carry ourselves. He is royalty. He is the prince of peace. He is the Lord of lords. And God said, I died so that you can become both kings and priests in this world. So it's time to learn how to operate like a king. Somebody say kinghood 101. It's time to be able to learn how to operate like the kings in queenhood 101. Say queenhood 101. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to assume his mode of speech when we talk, including his accent and his way that he speaks. As I say, his accent. Like, for instance, if somebody in here came from Boston, praise God, it wouldn't take us long to figure out that they came from Boston. Because they got an accent that nobody else has. Are you listening to me up in here? Hey, man. You be looking at it, you say, you came from Boston, didn't you? They say, how'd you know? You be like, because I'm listening to you. People are supposed to listen, to you, listen to you and tell that you're from God. There's an accent that you'll carry. I'll tell you about that a little later on down the line when you speak. We're supposed to do this following, do this following him by imitating him as dear children. How do we do it? As dear children. Now the word as is talking about this is the way that it should be done. It's as dear children. That word dear children in a literal Greek means beloved children. Beloved children or ones who have been loved. But God has loved on us, lavished his love on us, treated us good, nurtured us, protected us, took good care of us, provided us. Is my mic on? Provided for us. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Came through for us time and time again. Old folks said, saved you from danger seen and unseen. Praise God. Saved you from stuff that was looked like it was all right and stuff that was obscene. Saved you from all of it. Praise God. So we're supposed to follow him as dear children, not as rebellious children. Because see, they, remember, God created a, a, a binary system. It's a two-part world. It's either on or off. It's either right or wrong. It's either yes or no. Either you're a beloved child or you're going to be a rebellious child. It's going to be one or the other. Now, rebellious children, they try their best to do the opposite of everything their parents do. I know that wasn't none of you, but you know they, they try to do the opposite of everything. I'm talking about the rebellious children. They try to do the opposite of everything they see their children do. If they see their parents do it, they want to do the opposite. If their parents say do it, then they want to do absolutely the opposite. If you say come now, they want to drag their feet. Rebellion. That's all it is. It's rebellion. That's what goats do. Rebellion. And they, and they be pulling against what they ought to take them to. Praise God. You're trying to bless them and they fighting against you. 
God's trying to bless you. And we're going to be fighting. Some of us going to be fighting against it. I don't want to do all that. I don't want to do that. I don't feel like it. He asked you, did you feel like it? God's trying to bless you. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Because everything about God is good. And if God tells us to do something, it's only because he wants to bless us and take us to another level. Is anybody hearing me up in here? See, if they, if they see their parents do it, they, they, they want to do the opposite. If, they, if, if their parents dress neat, they want to look sloppy. Hallelujah. If their parents sit up and pay attention to church, they want to lean down and look all lazy. Just got them out the bed. But if I threw somebody, some chick up there wiggling her butt, got her rooted tooties popping out and stuff like that, then they be all sitting up paying attention then. They be up there. But then when we say Jesus is Lord, <laughs> y'all don't want to work with me up in here. We supposed to imitate God. Is anybody hear me up here? See, it's natural for children to want to imitate their parents. I say it's natural. In fact, it's their constant aim is to watch and learn as much as they can about their parents and copy them in all that they do. Oh, yes, it is. Whether they see they, whatever they see their parents do, they're going to try to imitate their parents. Mm-hmm. I remember I did that. Praise God. I remember when I was growing up, praise God, and I was blessed to be able to have my father in the house. And so I would try to imitate my father. Praise God. Hallelujah. And especially when he leave the house. See, I wasn't like one of those kids that when they leave the house, I do the opposite. Praise God. I was one of those parents. I was one of those kids that when he leave the house, I tried to do what he just saw him do. I go straight to his closet, put on his suit coat. Praise God. Hallelujah. Go stand in the mirror with this big old suit coat on. Like, yeah. It's a day I'm going to be big enough to sport this. Praise God. I used to break down his dobs. He used to wear dobs. Praise God. Hey, man. You know, that's, that's, that's an expensive felt hat. Praise God. And I put that bad boy on, you know, kind of like, you know, Casa Nostra. Praise God, you know. But he wore his up. Praise God. I, when he wasn't around, I'd break it down, break the rim down, cock it to the side. East side, baby. I cock it to the side. Be like, stand in the mirror. Go stick my feet in his big old shoes and stuff like that. And I slide up to the mirror and be like, yeah. I'd even call, try to call my name like he called my name. Hey, boy. That's what he used to say. Praise God. Hey, boy. I, and for a while, I wanted did he even know my name. Hey, boy. Praise God. <laughs> oh, yes, he did. He knew my name because when I was in trouble, he called my name. Praise God. Amen. Amen. But the rest of the time, it was, hey, boy. When I heard boy, I'm like, whoo, I ain't in trouble right now. Praise God. Because <laughs> that man hit hard. Glory to God. But I try, to, I, try, I try to dress like him, walk like him, talk like him. Look like him and do what he said do. Yes, I did. I remember they had a, a project in school one time. They said, I want you to do a project about your hero. I did it about my father. Praise God. You don't think I was going to do it about somebody that ain't never bought me nothing, do you? You, ain't, you think I was going to write it about somebody that don't even know my name, do you? You don't think I was going to write it about somebody that wouldn't even know I existed if you told them I existed, do you? My hero is the one that God put the closest to me. Y'all don't want to work like that. Work like that in my head. If some little dancer or some singer or somebody that throws a ball in a net or, or catches a ball while they sweat is your child's hero, something wrong. Pass on about that. Leave that alone. I'm getting caught in the weeds right here. Praise God. Hallelujah. But anywho, praise God, you want to be like them. It's their, it's their constant aim. I mean, from the, that from the time that a child comes in the world, they're trying to imitate their parents. That's why most kids' first word is No. No, because that's what they hear all the time. I know you wanted to be mama. Y'all wanted to be mama. Y'all wanted to be daddy. But that ain't what they hear all the time. What they hear is no, 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 no. So they look at you all cross-eyed, still trying to learn how to focus, and they be like, no. 
That's why you don't be asking the kid what they want to eat. No. They don't even know what no mean yet. Praise God. They just, they try to imitate them. Yes, they do. They try to imitate her. I was telling her earlier service, praise God to my granddaughter. Praise God. She, she, she imitating. You know, nowadays they put them in daycare center. Praise God. They put them in daycare center. So you, they get to imitate in the, the daycare center person. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Leave that long ride. They just keep moving. They start imitating the daycare person. And, 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 and we, and we learned something about the daycare. Praise God. Not long ago. Praise God. We found out what the daycare person be doing. You know, amen. Cause all you got to do is watch a child. They'll tell you what they be doing. Praise God. Just watch a child. Little child went over. Little girl, she went over and picked up the, the, the cell phone, put it to her ear, started talking. You know, it's just like talking. And then she pulled it back like, sit down. <laughs> and, then she, and then she put it back. <laughs> oh, and how about this one? And then she stuck it in her block, stuck it in her blouse. It fell out the bottom. But then she picked it back up and stuck it in her block and blouse and looked confused. Like, it's supposed to stay. And then you wonder, where she learned that from? Tell you, you know, ran into the daycare center. Praise God. <laughs> Girlfriend, I don't care what she stuck up there, it was going to stay. Praise God. Amen. It's, uh, hey, hallelujah. Praise <laughs> she she could have put the toaster up there, it'd have stayed. Praise God. Anyway, <laughs> that ain't the question. That ain't the point I'm trying to raise. point I'm trying to raise is that they watch, she watched what they did. She done watched it a little bit, and now she know to do the same thing too. Why? Because children watch and learn. I'm making this comical, but I'm trying to be clear to you. She watch, they watch because you don't even know they're paying attention to you, but they watch you. In fact, nowadays, you know, sometimes when a person, praise God, has, a, has been abused, a little child has been abused, they'll, they'll do things. You know, maybe they might give them a dial and let them play with it. And they'll see where they hand, that, dial, that child's hand goes. And if it goes into a part of the dial and ain't got no business going, then they know that that child's been abused. Because they're going to live out what they learned. Y'all not hearing me up in here. That's why abuse people, abuse people. Hurt people, hurt people. Don't get mad at me while I teach real good. Most folk that was raised around a person who had an alcoholic difficulty eventually have an awful alcoholic difficulty. No matter how much they said, I'll never do it. That's all they saw. So that's what they eventually will potentially do. Y'all don't like this. Praise God. It's true anyway. That's why ain't no such thing as love at first sight. If you don't sit your tail down and learn who you hooking up with, then you better spend some time with them. Go over their house. Let's see how you treat your mama. Let's see how your daddy treated his ma- your mama. Let's see if your mama know your daddy. Let's see. Let's see the whole. Don't get mad at me while I teach real good. I'm, I'm back in the weeds again. Praise God. I'm, I'm back in the weeds again. Praise God. Anyway, we move on. We're talking about children. Children will copy the temperament of their parents too. Mm-hmm. If the little child, when you put a doll in their hand and they be like, stop it, stop it. Didn't I tell you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, the parent, if the parent speaks mean and gruff, so will a child too. If the parents are disrespectful and disobedient, then their children will imitate that too. If, if, if the parent gets at home and talk about everybody at church, you're going to see that reflect itself in the child too. Well, God said, I'm going to be your parent and I want you to watch me and learn to reflect what I do. See, children are to imitate their father and walk like he does. God is our father. 
And we're supposed to walk like he does. Now the word walk right there means tread all about. Tread all about. In fact, it also means tread at, at, at large. But I'm going to get into that t- next week. Tread all about. Which just means that we're supposed to imitate God everywhere we go. I mean, there's not a place that we go that we're not supposed to imitate God. See, that's shouting ground right now. Because a lot of people know how to do it on Sunday, but they forget how to do it on Monday. That's one of the reasons why darkness keeps moving forward. It's because we just do it on one day. And then most of us don't even do it on all that day. We just reserve a little time. Give me one of them one-hour churches. You in the wrong one here, baby. Praise God. If that's what you're thinking. Amen. Praise God. He told us to hollow it this day out. Praise God. Hallelujah. You're getting quiet up in here. Don't get nervous. Amen. But he wants people to do it all the time. That no matter where you go, where, when you go, that it's the same thing. Remember, your father is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The Bible says that he is the Lord our God and he changeth not. And then Jesus Christ, your elder brother, the Bible says of him, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He don't change either. The Bible says that there is no change in him, not even a variable or shadow of turning in him. None whatsoever. Which means that same thing ought to be about me and you. There ought to be no change to me and you. That the same way we operate up in here is the way we don't operate out there. And just like you don't cuss up in here. Wait, wait, no, back up, back up. Why didn't I get no amen on that? That was the wrong place to get silent. Praise God. Let me try that one one more time. Just like you don't cuss up in here. Amen. You also don't cuss out there. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Because no matter where we go, his same glory we're going to show. Because we're gonna, this is just going to be who we are. See, the reason why people change is because they really wasn't that person in the first place. They were just acting like Academy Award winners. Is anybody hearing me up in here? But when God ain't raising up Academy Award winners, God's raising up children who look like him, walk like him, talk like him, act like him, live like him, give like him, drink like him, eat like him. Come on up in here. Hallelujah. Live in victory like him. Is anybody bust up devils like him? Run darkness out like him? Is anybody hearing me up in here? But God said, I got to stoke up some folk like that to do that. Now, this is a wonderful opportunity that's presented before me and you. And a daunting cast for most of us, too. You might say, well, why is that, Pastor? Because if the truth is anywhere they're told, none of us can see God in order to imitate him. Most of us can't see God. We ain't never seen God. Amen. I saw God. You're lying. Turn to John chapter 6, please. Word of God is true. <laughs> John chapter 6. <laughs> I like the Bible. The Bible tells us what we're supposed to think and do. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You don't believe me? Believe Jesus. John chapter 6. Anybody here believe Jesus? John chapter 6. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We'll start reading at verse 46. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing that it's true, that God really does want us all to be imitators of Christ. I hope even more that you're being inspired to do what it is that you need to do to take advantage of the awesome opportunity to be more like Christ so that we can walk like Him and talk like Him like He wants us to do and enjoy the kind of life that He wants lived by me and you. That can only happen 
when we're more like God, like He wants all of us to be and do. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210 785 That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to send it out your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in a visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after so. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And since we're talking about coming through, if your New Year's resolution was to draw closer to God, there's something that we invite all of you sisters out there to do. We invite all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast at the Brothers from Word of Faith. Prepare for the Sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my sisters that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too. With a powerful word from God, straight from heaven, just for the sisters. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late, just if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation services available for this too. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the brothers from Word of Faith to treat you like the queens you are by preparing for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the royalty you are. So come on through and bring a couple sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. So come on through and let the brothers of Word of Faith be a blessing to you at the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning at Word of Faith SA. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, then we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.